American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, here we go. Armed American Radio's monster cast on a Sunday on hundreds of radio stations across the nation. I have been looking forward to this program all day long today. Been a long show prep day because there's just so much to talk about. And I'm going to warn you, three hours is not enough, but you know the routine. Welcome to the broadcast. I am Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today on this Sig Sauer microphone in these car firearm group studios. All of it presented by X Insurance across the country, as I said, on hundreds of radio stations. It's great to be with you today. And we have, I guess, a welcome back to Greg down in Dallas, Texas, who was out, you know, battling the fever and all that stuff. Greg, how are you doing in Dallas? Feeling good? I am uh, still alive, so that's all that matters. Hey, you know, uh, looking down at the daisies is always better than looking up at better the Better than pushing them up, that's for sure. Better than pushing <laughs> them up. Well, welcome in. We appreciate you being here. And I want to thank Jim Bartow for sure. running the boards for us for a couple of days on Thursday and Friday. Did a bang-up job, as always. Let's get started. We have a little change of pace to my lineup. Of course, listeners, you wouldn't know that, but it happened just a moments ago where A.W.R. Hawkins, because he is on the road, has asked to join us in the first half of the hour, and we are, are able to accommodate that. Mr. Gottlieb will be here at the bottom of the hour. Let's jump over to AWR Hawkins, my friend. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing good. A little bit, little bit chilly. You know, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in D.C. And D.C. It's just a little chilly for, for me, but uh, I'm doing good. Arizona boy, I guess uh, California boy, West Coast boy. Warm weather boy, Texas boy. I get it, man. I know how the weather can be, that change of pace. AWR Hawkins, we have a lot to talk with you about today, so are you ready to get started? Because I know you're on limited time there in D.C. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Can you tell us why you're in D.C.? Well, I mean, I'm here, I'm here really with uh, talking with Gun Owners of America. They're basically making their plan for what they're going to do, you know, uh, when that new Congress comes in, the best way, in their opinion, to pursue uh, both securing some pro-gun legislation and stopping some bad stuff. And uh, so we're just, I'm just kind of listening to them. We're, we're talking, and uh, and there's some others here talking with them, and just kind of, they're trying to lay out their plan of how they think they could be most successful. Do you, is there anything specific you can tell us? GOA is a great group. We've worked with them for years. Is there anything specific, or is it just really a general dialogue opening up the conversation, which I suspect it probably is as we get ready to come into the new Congress? Yeah, and, and tonight specifically is general because tomorrow I'll get more specific. But uh, I, do know, I do know they're really gearing up for what they're going to do. 
can win, and I know it's more likely a, a win uh, when the ATF puts forth that pistol brace, uh, pistol brace rule. Been talking about that tonight, what their response is going to be to that and those kinds of things. But there's still so much that's ambiguous about that rule and how the ATF is going to frame, you know, what they're going to allow people that already own such firearms to do. Uh, you know, before they declare them felons, and it's such a ridiculous move on the ATS part. Period. So there's there's almost too much that's unknown to make a concrete plan. Well, one thing that concerned me with what you just said, what they're going to allow us to do, I don't like that. Well, I, I think listeners across the country don't either. That, what they're going to allow us? We're talking about a right yeah. here. Go ahead. No, I'm- I'm with you, and I heard that even when I said it. But what I mean by that is to stress the lunacy of this deal. They're coming in where we have millions, not hundreds, not thousands, but millions of AR pistols that have braces on them. That brace doesn't make that bullet move faster. It doesn't make a hollow point expand faster. It doesn't do anything like that. That brace was put in place so that wounded veterans could use it and could come home from the war zone and continue to exercise their Second Amendment right. And the ATF is going to flip this and say, here's what we'll allow you to have and here's what we want. And it is offensive. There's no way around it. But that is that's what they're going to say. That's all I'm saying. Oh, they are going to say that. And we know that. Do you have any indication yet of when the ATF, have they, have they telegraphed for us? When we're going to hear on that, this has been a rule that they've been working on for quite some time, and we don't. It's been pretty ambiguous. What do we know so far? Do we have a date? Anything specific yet? I talked, let me put it this way: I've talked to three people who I know well. One of them is in a federal agency, and uh, th- this isn't here. This is prior to being here. Every one of them gave me a different date. <laughs> okay, uh, but so, all of them, all of them gave me a date in December. Is there going to be a rule change? Do we already know that is concrete? Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, yeah, there, I don't think that that's even up for a question. The, the, the parts that you have to know, and uh, to listeners, I know you understand this, but for the sake of being clear, what's up here is the brace that's on the back of an AR pistol. And so what they're saying is that if you have that brace, then that pistol is going to be illegal to own apart from a federal tax stamp. But see, now that opens the door, Mark, because you got to ask, how long will it take to get a federal tax stamp if you already own the pistol? Will they let you keep the pistol while you're in the process for getting the tax stamp? Will they put in a rule where you can just take the brace off and keep the pistol without the brace and it's legal that way? Will they sell a special end for it you have to buy to replace the brace? I can keep going. There are so many variables. So that rule is coming. I don't think there's any doubt there. The problem is what kind of grandfathering effort are they going to make? And that's really there's really no clarity there at all. AWR, this sounds like the first step in a long line of what we've been talking about for a long time on Armed American Radio in an effort to criminalize your semi-automatic weapon one step at a time. Now, I have some of these pistols, and I have, I, I have no desire to want to get a federal tax stamp because that tells me 
that they're considering my gun to be an SBR. Listeners who might not know what that means, that's a short barrel rifle, which is required to have a, uh, a federal firearms tax stamp there. That's a $200 tax stamp. And it, what it does is it registers my firearm with the federal government along the same lines as a machine gun, AWR. What, what about those of us who have this legally and don't want to, don't want to make this change? Let's see what I'm saying. This is where the, the vagary comes in. But think about this, too, now. You just brought up a big point that you didn't hit on, not because you don't understand the topic. You were making another point. But let's, let's just need to think about this. This rule, if it requires you to get a stamp, if you own one of these, if it does that, let's say that there are, I don't know the exact figure, but let's just say there are 3.5 million of these already owned. I think the figure is probably higher, but let's say they're 3.5 million. That That is a windfall immediately to the federal government because it costs $200. $200 times 3.5 million. You do the math. They get that for doing nothing more than putting out a rule on a piece of paper. That's what that'll be. Biden, is the Biden administration directly working with this is a, again i just want listeners to understand the question almost rhetorical really more so the answer this is a direct result of the biden administration's push with the atf to weaponize the atf against law-abiding gun owners is it not that's that's my guess yeah well this goes back what was his speech in april in the rose garden yeah and he asked them to get on get on these pistols he asked them to do it and so yeah so what you're dealing with is not the atf but biden's atf and uh, I don't say that in any way uh, to shield them from criticism, but this is overreach on a level that it's hard to comprehend. Listeners, this is just the beginning. We've been discussing this with you for quite some time, and we know that there are AWR, I guess, take us to the break with this. This is just the beginning. They're not going to stop here. The ATF isn't just going to say, OK, we got what we wanted. Let's move on. Nothing else to see here, is it? 30 seconds. Well, I think you're correct, but at the same time, there's not a lot more they can do that I can think of. And, of course, that's just my little mind thinking. But I almost see this as the end of Biden's gun control success because he's a lame duck from here on out. And and everything from Elon Musk's revelation to his continued comedic dementia actions He's losing momentum. He just is. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back. I want to address one comment that AWR just made, that this is this the end of his gun control push. I'll ask AWR a question I have. I'm sure you probably have it, too. We'll be back one more segment with AWR Hawkins. AFT agents. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. DanielDefense.com, great company, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the statement from Marty Daniels coming up later in the broadcast. 
and a powerful one it was and is much along the lines of Smith and Wesson's statement in response to Congress hassling them. Great stuff from Marty Daniel and Daniel Defense. We'll talk about it later in the program. Because we have such limited time with AWR Hawkins and made a schedule shift, let's jump right back over to him on the Sig Sauer mic on these car firearm studios. All brought by X Insurance. AWR is coming to us from Washington, D.C. The Washington, D.C. The party of Washington and the party of not Washington. It's a big club, and we ain't in it. AWR Hawkins, welcome back, brother. Hey, good to be back, buddy. Okay, question for you. The push for gun control, clearly the House of Representatives was lost by the Democrats. That's a great thing. On no planet is that a bad thing. My question to you is this, and, and I know I'm not asking you to read the tea leaves here. I I'm, I'm, I'm just want to get a discussion started here because we know this administration will not stop. And what I'm seeing with the AFT, because that's what Biden calls the ATF is the AFT, so we do the same thing here to oblige him. Is this going to be a sign of more regulatory moves through the AFT outside of the halls of Congress and the legislative process? Is this just the beginning? If they can do this, AWR, to whatever I have these items that I bought legally, what else can't they do regulatory wise? Well, I'm going to answer this in a weird way because it's going to sound optimistic, but, uh, I mean, if you think the ATF has done such things before, they did it under Trump with the bump stock. Right. Uh, and so when they do this, it's not completely – It's what I mean is it's not unprecedented, but it is rare because they have to have something they can do. And see, I can't think of anything else that they can grab on. I can think of one thing, which I won't mention because I don't want to give those – Looney Tunes uh, an idea, but they're kind of running out of options. Plus, as Marty said in the letter you're going to talk about later, culture has changed over the last two years, regardless of how elections went. People think differently about guns. They are far more mainstream now. They, Matter of fact, I would say it this way. They are mainstream. Americans realize we have to have guns to defend ourselves. So the anti-gun argument is going to be a lot harder to sell no matter who's making it. And for those reasons, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with that, and you're right. I don't want to give the heathens another idea, even though we've talked about it before. It would be a big, big, big step and one that I think would fall on deaf ears across the country, in particular most gun owners, because you're right. While they're trying to drive the narrative that gun owners are not mainstream. There are millions more gun owners and millions more mainstream gun owners in the mainstream. So it's going to be a tough sell for them. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm also giving away what we're going to talk about with Murphy and a piece that he's featured in saying gun control victories are going to be coming one right after the other. We've got news for Murphy. We'll talk about that later. All right, AWR, with the, with the limited time we have left, let's talk briefly about Chicago because we have to, but over 3,200 people have been shot January through November 2022 in Chicago, and now Illinois is playing games with another assault weapon ban in direct violation of Bruin. All of this ties together, but these numbers just keep getting worse and worse. What can what can you tell us? I think the number is 3,258 shooting victims in Chicago right. year to date. We've still got a month to go. 
3,200 shooting victims. That's fatal and non-fatal combined. 637 on the fatal, if you look fatal alone, 637. But here's what you got to think of. Cook County, the county in which Chicago sits, they have an assault weapons ban. Mm-hmm. Highland Park, where that attack happened July 4th, they have an assault weapons ban. California, they've had an assault weapons ban since 1990. I mean, I can keep going if people aren't getting the point, but let me just say it this way. The bans don't stop criminals. That's just how I have to say it. Let it soak in. Gun control empowers criminals, whether it's a ban of a certain category of guns, whether it's a restriction on concealed carry for self-defense, whatever it is, it empowers criminals. And that, they're playing right into the hand. All they did is they broke out the old Democrat playbook, and they said, what would Grandpa do? And yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, you're right about that. And, and ladies and gentlemen, we've covered these numbers with AWR for years it, 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 it's, it's simple. It's failure. It's utter failure. But again, this is evidence that they're putting political agenda over and above the nonsense they talk about, which happens to be stopping crime. By the way, just to add to the numbers of those thirty two hundred plus shootings in Chicago year to date, two hundred and eight occurred last month in November with fifty four fatalities. Let's move over to Colorado because the Senate president in Colorado is now again eyeing more gun control quoting pretty much everything is on the table what does he mean by that colorado you're listening well he meant what he said meaning that any gun control is still on the table uh you know they mentioned the assault weapons ban they're mentioning the change to the red flag law which is going to mean an expansion of the red flag law Mm -hmm. uh other things are being floated too and this guy like i said I believe it's Steve Finberg. I could be wrong. I shouldn't say his first name. I believe his last name is Finberg. Finberg uh, is right. You know, he's a Senate president, and he's going to just throw the gates open. And, uh, you know, it's important to him to secure something right here. Again, I read reports on this, Mark. I'm going to call out the Colorado Sun. I don't know what town it's on in Colorado, what town it's from, excuse me. But they wrote an article quoting Finberg, and then they said, well, this attacker did use an AR-15-style rifle. Well, what they didn't mention, I read it and read it again. They didn't mention this attacker also had a handgun. So back to my earlier point, you can ban these assault weapons, quote, unquote, all you want. After you ban them, you can ban shotguns all you want. After you ban them, you can find something else to ban, and when you're done, Somebody will take a nine millimeter pistol and go kill a bunch of people because a determined criminal will not be stopped. He will only be empowered by stupid laws. Uh, Therein lies the plan, ladies and gentlemen, that we've talked about for so long. And Murphy and the rest of the gun ban crew in the Senate and in the House are aware of that. Let's go after this low hanging fruit. We talk about this every week. And then when the numbers don't change, because only 480-some people were shot by all rifles combined, it's mathematically insignificant, the numbers won't change. Chicago numbers will still be Chicago numbers. There will not be a decrease. Why? Because the vast majority of criminals are using stolen handguns. 
to jack those numbers up. AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News in Washington, D.C., doing great work with the gun owners of America. Thanks for being here, AWR Hawkins. We love you every single week. We're going to continue to hit a number of stories that you wrote throughout the broadcast today on the topics that you covered. AWR Hawkins, go ahead and finish that great work you're doing in Washington, and thanks for taking time out of your schedule to be here today with us. We do appreciate it very much, and I know listeners do as well. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back after this break, At uh, 34 minutes after the hour, the great Alan Gottlieb will be filling the slot normally held by A.W.R. Hawkins because we flipped him. Alan Gottlieb coming up next. He's got good news and likely some bad news, too. We'll be back right after this, so don't go away. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast continues. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Ah, welcome back inside Armed American Radio's Car Firearms Group Studios, the Sig Sauer mic busting out. Audible on hundreds of radio stations across the nation today, all of it presented by Great X Insurance. And I am sipping a little bit of Defender coffee here. It got cold here this evening. All of a sudden, the temperature dropped and you got that bone chill, so I'm wearing the the long sleeve, a little bit of a sweatshirt with a T-shirt under it and drinking a little bit of Defender coffee. And when I do that, I support the Second Amendment Foundation. And that was by design. The timing was perfect because joining us right now is the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, the great Alan Gottlieb. Alan, welcome in the studios with me. Pleasure is always mine to have you here, sir. Oh, it's always great to be your listeners, Mark. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. You're feeling better. You sound better. <laughs> That's a good thing. That lingering cold. Greg just got over one, too, so we know how it is. Alan, let me. we just had AWR Hawkins on, and he's uh, working with the Gun Owners of America up in Washington, D.C. this weekend. And one of the topics of discussion is the AFT rule coming out, which, according to AWR, we understand will be out by the end of December which will likely criminalize parts. I, I own some that I purchased legally requiring me now or millions. I, he estimated about three and a half million Americans that own these parts. It's likely higher than that for a pistol brace that we all own lawfully. And the bigger question here is where does it stop? They've lost the House of Representatives is this what we're seeing now, regulation around legislation through the AFT, et cetera, going forward with this administration for the next two years, Alan? Well, I think you mean ATF, not AFT. <laughs> well, that's what Biden calls it, the AFT, so I, I, I yeah. oblige him, and that's why I call him that on purpose. Well, we're going we're to confuse the American public <laughs> heavily on that, though, uh, which Biden's pretty good at. Well, first of all, let me say that, you know, uh, there's already been a, an executive order, so to speak, for the uh, ATF to revise uh, gun laws on their own, so to speak, and uh, make parts of, you know, like arm braces, you know, uh, can be considered a firearm. This, the, it's been stayed a bit because of a Second Amendment Foundation lawsuit. 
that made him redo the comment period with it all, all over again. And they got so many comments that they were still processing and trying to come up with the rule. So our case is still in court, and it's been paused, so, so to speak, until they come up with the final rule. That final rule should be coming out fairly shortly, as I think AR probably told your listeners. Uh, and, of course, the Second Amendment Foundation will be amending the complaint immediately to incorporate anything new that they tried to throw into it. Uh, the court has been sitting on it, waiting for us to do that. We have permission to amend that suit. Uh, and so we're first online to be able to challenge any of, his, any of the ATF's new procedures. I, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that here, and I, I knew that, and I wanted Alan to mention that to you because there is leg- or there is uh, pending court action on this. But I, I, the bigger question becomes, Alan, do they stop here? What's next? What can they do? AWR's position was, you know, I, I'm going to be optimistic, he said. I, I think they're running out of things to do. What concerns me is the definition of semi-automatic going forward. That's always concerned me, particularly with Biden now talking about it openly. Should we be worried about that and maybe a change there? Well, these guns, we've, we've misclassified semi-automatics all along. Yeah, I agree with you, Mark, uh, that those are problematic things we have with the president and where his administration is going. Uh, it, they're not going to quit. They're going to keep doing everything they can to mess up the Second Amendment. Uh, there's no two ways about it. And they're very, very highly creative. So, uh, you know, you know, like example in California, uh, where they've now did the fee shifting burden so that if you sue a, over a gun law in California, that it's unconstitutional uh, and, quote unquote, you don't win every every everything you're, you're, you're seeking. Uh, you're stuck paying the state of California millions of dollars in legal fees uh, for bringing the suit against them. Of course, we just had, uh, you know, they tried to dismiss our, our suit as being moot because they know they got problems. And they've in the interim on a bunch of the Second Amendment Foundation suits, they decided that they weren't going to, you know, impose that. They'd waive it. So they're trying to explain to the judge now nah, the whole thing is moot. And the judge said, no, it's not moot because a new attorney general could come in or you could change your mind and, and put it right back to where it was. And, you know, it, it, this is a, a horror. And sometime in the next week or so, he'll come out. We have another hear- court date hearing uh, on the merits to the case, and I'm sure we're going to, we have a temporary restraining order preliminary injunction motion before the same judge, and I'm sure we're going to win that one just, just like we won the one knocking out California's motion saying that this case was moot. Uh, they're very, very creative uh, in how they do these things, and so, you know, it's amazing. A good another example, in a lot of the cases we're arguing right now, you know, we have the Supreme Court Bruin decision. It's only, you know, supposed to be text and history. Uh, and they're still coming back with expert witnesses arguing that guns are evil, guns, you know, guns kill people. Um, and they, they want to show that, you know, certain, certain you know, magazine capacity needs to be limited. And, uh, you know, semi-automatic firearms need to have more regulations to them or even banned. Uh, and, and they're trying to show expert witnesses explaining to the court, you know, why it needs to be done. And the lower court judges, a lot of them are still saying, okay, well, listen to the experts. Well, you shouldn't have been hearing these experts because that doesn't even count anymore. All that counts is the text and history of the Second Amendment, not what anybody says, you know, guns are evil. So, I mean, they keep trying to do everything they can to get around everything, and we, I expect that to continue. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, they flat out don't care. Let me go down to, because you're, you're addressing California. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a press release put out by the Second Amendment Foundation. I don't want you to do this while you're driving, but if you have an opportunity, please visit SAF.org, not just to look at the press releases, but also to join us in this ongoing battle. But it's titled Federal Judge Rules Against California's Attempt to Moot SAF Gun Case. And my question for you is about this judge. I've gotten a number of emails about this. Who is this judge? Federal judge in San Diego has rejected an attempt by the state of California to moot a Second Amendment Foundation lawsuit seeking to overturn a Golden State statute designed to penalize any plaintiffs and their attorneys in cases challenging California gun control laws. That's Miller versus Bonto. Now, we've talked about it a lot here on the show. But this is District Judge Roger T. Benitez. And as Cam Edwards points out over at Bearing Arms, a lot of gun rights advocates refer to this man as St. Benitez. Who is he? This guy has given us a lot of great rulings. And is this going to withstand Ninth Circus scrutiny as these things move up the ladder, Alan? Well, uh, yeah, Judge Benitez is, is already ruled twice in Second Amendment Foundation suits in California. The California laws were unconstitutional. And so this is now the third set before him. Uh, and so a lot of our people are very excited that this judge's opinions are like, you know, they're like great written opinions. It's like he's a Supreme Court judge, and, and he reminds everybody a whole lot of Anthony Scalia and, right, and, and right. how well he writes his opinions. So, uh, you know, it, it's really great. And the state of California, of course, has this problem because a lot of the cases are going back to him because he's already educated on it. And when we file the cases, you don't get necessarily get to get the judge you like. Um, but everybody in the circus sort of understands uh, that, you know, he's now the expert on all this stuff, and they're deferring to him. Now, when it comes to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's a whole other ballgame there because we obviously have a lot of anti-gun rights judges who got appointed by Democrats, you know, and presidential Democrats in the White House and confirmed by, you know, Democrats in the Senate. Uh, so it's it's a whole other thing. But they do have hanging over their head. They don't necessarily want one of these cases to go up to the U.S. Supreme Court and get smacked mm-hmm. again. Um, because every time the Supreme Court is now take, does take a case and hears it and rules in our favor, they're cementing Second Amendment rights into place for you know for future generations. And, and, and each time they seem to do it, they're expanding Second Amendment rights a bit as well. And obviously, you know, the Ca- California and, and the Ninth Circuit Court of Judges on the Court of Appeals who are not pro-gun are a little bit leery about seeing another case, especially one out of California, where the laws are so crazy to get to the U.S. Supreme Court. And, and I have to point out, and please correct me if I'm wrong, as you will, but Benitez's rulings, the strength of his rulings, and they have been strong, I've read his rulings, are going to be paid attention to in any case that works its way up to the top, correct, before we go to the break? Oh, yeah, I, I would really, really think so. So, And, of course, we're, we, you know, I almost welcome California to thumb their nose at the Supreme Court and get another one of these cases there and smack them down again. There you go. Long story short, Mr. Gottlieb said in the release, we're going to move forward in our lawsuit because California cannot be permitted to use the law to suppress constitutional challenges to its increasingly radical gun control schemes. We're going to talk about a couple cases with Alan when we come back in the final segment. Don't go away.
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Indeed, we are back. This hour flew right by. I warned you, buckle in. The entire three-hour broadcast will move right along today. Lots to discuss with some great guests. Coming up in the next hour, John Lott will be here. He's written a couple, uh, three pieces, actually, we're going to cover for you with some studies. And Kevin Sterrett from Oregon Firearms Federation will be here in the next hour. And then we've got a full roundtable with the crew, Brad, Neil, and Justin, and about five or six different topics with those guys. It's going to be pretty provocative. The conversation always is over there in the roundtable. Back on the sixth hour, Mike with you, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom in the Car Firearms Group studios. All of it presented by X Insurance and hundreds of radio stations around the nation tuned in. We love each and every one of you. Thanks for tuning in, and we appreciate you being here. Let's go back to Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, with the remainder of this segment. Alan, did you want to add anything to the Ninth Circus? I, I was talking with Greg during the break about the strength of Benitez's rulings. I, you know, you're right. I'm glad you made that analogy with Scalia. He seems to come from the same vein in his rulings, in his approach to the Constitution, real quick before we move to Oregon. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, we've got like 15 lawsuits or 16 lawsuits in the state of California going on alone. Uh, And in the Ninth Circuit as a whole, uh, we're somewhere around 20 or 21. Uh, So it's about, you know, a little over a third of all our federal lawsuits uh, in courts right now are all in the Ninth Circuit. If I do my math correctly, that means we're looking at well over 55 to 60 cases right now that are active. Is that true post-Bruin? Well, I think we're a hair over the 50 going on that are active right now. That's a record, isn't it, sir? Uh, right now, we're in record. We're in record territory. We were up here close <laughs> to territory during the COVID stuff when we were having to file the COVID type lawsuits against cities and states that were, you know, shutting down gun stores, gun ranges, and gun clubs. Uh, and, and you know, we won almost all of those. And, and now, of course, we're, we're reloaded and rearmed, so to speak, with a whole bunch of more cases. Winning, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. You can join us at saf.org. SAF.org. Donate like I do once a month. Whatever you can afford. Five bucks, fifty bucks, five hundred bucks, five thousand bucks. Whatever you can afford. Make a one time donation. Do whatever you can. You hear Mr. Gottlieb on this program. You know, the, I got to re- remind you before we go back to Oregon quickly that it is the Second Amendment Foundation that is responsible for over 85% of victories on your behalf for the Second Amendment in courtrooms across the nation. That is a remarkable record near 50 years in the making. So thanks, Alan, for that. SAF files second federal lawsuit challenging Oregon Measure 114. This is a mess there. But now the case is Sportsman's Warehouse Firearms Policy Coalition and a private citizen. What can you tell us about this case as it's moving forward now? Because there are other cases as well. How bad is it? And what do you expect to see happening now that these cases are moving forward, Alan? Well, our first case, we were dealing solely with the magazine ban part of it, right. of, this, of this new measure that they passed. The second one here is now dealing with the uh, permit-to-purchase problems that they've got. And we wanted to keep both of them separate because our plaintiffs have different kinds of standing, and we wanted to have each one argued separately and, and not combined and keep it simple for the judge. On the first one, before I get to the second one here, on the first one, 
on Friday, the judge had oral arguments, uh, and she's you know on a temporary restraining order on the first one, and she knows this this other one has been filed. I think there's now a total of roughly five different lawsuits filed in the state of Oregon, and you're going to have Kevin Sturt on later on, and he's got one of them that they, one of them is one that he filed. Uh, so we're 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 really there going crazy on. Uh, on Oregon's measure, which we don't believe at all could stand any constitutional scrutiny. Okay, that's positive to hear. Uh, listeners, I'm going to ask Alan on, for your behalf. Alan, when you say keeping the cases separate because of different standing, plaintiff standing, can you explain what you mean by that? Well, in, in this particular case, our, our lead plaintiff is Sportsman's Warehouse, which is you know a national company, one of the big box stores for for sporting goods and firearms sales, and I think I think they have. Uh, eight or nine stores in Oregon, and they were ready to open up another one, uh, which this new law sort of shuts down and doesn't want them open up. One of the big problems we have on this one is that there's no way right now anybody can get this permit to purchase because it involves all kinds of things, I mean, training that uh, doesn't doesn't exist right now. People, are, they don't know what the training is supposed to even be. There's nobody certified to really give the training. Uh, and in, in addition to that, uh, they're so backlogged already on background checks. People have run in to buy guns before any of this goes into effect. They're telling people they can't, they can't even keep up with anything to begin with when this new law goes into effect. Uh, and it's, it's an outright mess. So we have filed for a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction in this case as well. And in this case, the Second Amendment Foundation is not a plaintiff. It's actually uh, our, our uh, the foundation is actually doing the legal work. And Adam Crowder, executive director, is one of the attorneys you know, on, on the case. So we brought this case really not on behalf of ourselves and our members. We brought it on behalf of the individual plaintiff and Sportsman's Warehouse. Okay, this interests me for a number of different reasons. You and I have talked about this off air as well. But the fact that it's Sportsman's Warehouse, this is a huge box store that sells lots of other things besides guns. The fact that they're involved in this case and that this is going to hit them, this means a lot. Does this mean more than if it were just a small mom and pop, the fact that it's a big, giant box store outlet like this? Well, it probably does, but what it means a lot for us is this is the first time any of the major giant retailers in the country, any of the so-called box stores, have ever worked with us, and even in this case, consented yeah. to be a plaintiff. Sportsman's Warehouse has submitted, you know, uh, affidavits in other cases, but they, you know, but they have never ever been a plaintiff themselves, and they trusted the Second Amendment Foundation and our, our our legal team to actually file this action on their behalf, which is amazing, and it's a it's a real you know feather in our cap and. A, a, and a real compliment to us to have this kind of uh, respect by the industry right now. Boy, it certainly is, because this is a big outfit. This has got to be one of the top five national retailers of firearms, probably higher than that in the country. So, yeah, this truly is a feather in the cap. And God bless the Second, Amount, uh, Second Amendment Foundation for doing this. Time-wise, I, I ask you this again. I'm, I, I hate to try to get into your head and make a prediction here, but I know a lot of Oregon listeners are wondering, how long are we going to have to put up with this nonsense? Am I going to be able to buy a gun in the next six months with this going on? Uh, boy, that, that, that's a yeah. real problem right now in Oregon. Uh, we, we, you know, we've got the judge on the magazine case, part of it, which she asked us questions, our attorney's uh, from Cooper and Kirk, uh, you know, in court on Friday, uh, she goes, well, you know, it, you know, at what point is, is a magazine, quote unquote, not in common use anymore and is, you know, and is more dangerous. 
And, you know, we just responded, well, it's surely not 10 rounds, <laughs> and, right. you know, and we're trying to explain to the judge. But what the other side is trying to do, though, let me just bring this up. They want all these expert witnesses to testify about, gun, you know, about the good use of guns, the bad use of guns, you know, if guns are evil, if they're not evil. And, you know, and after the Supreme Court ruling and brewing it, none of that really counts. All that really counts is, you know, the text and history of the Second Amendment. And so we're, we don't want to play this game. So we're opposing a lot of these expert witnesses being testifying in these cases because it's no longer on the table. If it gets back to the Supreme Court, they're going to negate that all over again because they've already telegraphed. They don't want to hear that. Post-Bruin world, ladies and gentlemen, and you're watching it unfold. And the Second Amendment Foundation is at the helm of the ship. Join us at SAF. Org And be a part of what Mr. Gottlieb and the organization, myself included as a member, are doing. We need your help. These cases cost money. They are not free. And the gun grabbers are not going away. Alan Gottlieb, thank you so much for everything that you do on behalf of American gun owners for near half a century. Amazing work. SAF.org, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back at the top of the hour, six minutes after, actually, we're going to be talking to Dr. John Lott. He's written a few pieces we want to talk with him about. And Kevin Starrett, as you just heard, from Oregon Firearms Federation will be here. Enjoy your break. We'll see you at six minutes after on the flip side. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort, and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and Remember, use promo code AAR.